Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey friends, have you noticed that no matter how much yoga we do, we still may struggle in our intimate relationships? Yoga can and does help, but at a certain point, you need more relational practices and support from trusted allies. My husband and I have a wonderful marriage, but we're not necessarily the best relationship teachers. In episode 315, I brought on the founders of the Relationship School, Jason and Ellen. They live and breathe all things relational, boundaries, conflict, owning your needs, attachment styles, and so much more. If you want to learn how to work through conflict better and communicate better, Jason is offering 50% off his Indestructible Partnerships course. Thousands of people have changed their relationships for the better with this course. Go to relationshipschool slash Laura and use the coupon code Laura to get 50% off this life-changing course. Now back to the podcast. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monday Motivation. Today's motivation is about practicing remembrance. And I'll start with a quote that I found quite powerful. The time is ripe for looking back over the day, the week, the year, and trying to figure out where we have come from and where we're going to, for sifting through the things we have done and the things we have left undone for a clue to who we are and who, for better or worse, we are becoming. But again and again, we avoid the long thoughts. We cling to the present out of wariness of the past. And why not, after all? We get confused. We need such escape as we can find. But there is a deeper need yet, I think. And that is the need, not all the time, surely, but from time to time, to enter that still room within us all where the past lives on as a part of the present, where the dead are alive again, where we are most alive ourselves to turnings and to where our journeys have brought us. The name of the room is Remember, the room where with patience, with clarity, with charity, with quietness of heart, 
we remember consciously to remember the lives we have lived. This is by Frederick Buchner, who wrote A Room Called Remember. So how do we remember? If you've ever been on social media, like Facebook, every day we get these memories that pop up from three to seven years back. And there's something super special about that, looking at the photos, what we were doing that same day, three to seven, 10 years ago. There's something sacred in this practice of remembering. We can reflect on hard times, on how far we've come, or if we're struggling now, we can remember of better times, knowing that different ones will come again. Most of the time, it feels far easier to forget those trials that crept in uninvited, the tears, the weeping, the sorrow, but these are part of our history. These are part of our emotional landscape. So how do we forge memories or create a remembrance muscle in our brains? Some ideas that I've done that have worked for me and I think have worked from others. One is to write things down, to have a journal. I have a journal and it's it's very informal and it isn't every day. It's usually during pivotal moments. For instance, I journal... I journaled about my dad's death and the day before he died, I wrote all about the day he died, which I look at and um, I'm so glad I wrote all that down. I remember in my head the moments, but having that written form to really crystallize how special as as tragic and as um, heartbreaking as it was, there was such a specialness to it, how elegantly he chose to die and how we were all there by his side. And I wrote all of that down and I just was looking at it a few days ago. And sometimes I avoided looking at it for the first few months. It was just too painful, but I'm so glad I have that now, you know, over two years later to look at. And even though it was a sad time, it just brings me such a sense of peace that I was able, my brothers and I, my mom, we were all able to be there with him. I wrote down some of the jokes we said, some of the things I said, I was not ready to let him die. And he didn't want to die. And he he said that. And I wrote that down too. He said, Laura, I don't want to die. I don't want to leave you all, but it's time. And man, it was heartbreaking, but Wow, to have written all that down as a memory is such a gift now. I journaled when my kids were younger so that I I knew those days would be foggy, you know, when you were sleep deprived, but just writing little things down, not only about their developmental milestones, but just funny little things that I know I would have forgotten. Words, you know, they both my kids used to call chipmunks chickmunks. And I don't know why, but that was what they called them. And it was the cutest thing. And and again, I might remember those, but now I have this written form that I can look back to. And, and that journaling brings you back to that moment in heartache and in heart swelling moments. And so if you don't journal yet, start 
some practice of writing things down, just like you do on a calendar. And it could be in the calendar form. I know my brother has a massive daily calendar and he writes the to-do list, but he also writes some things that happened. And I do that as well. And it's, you know, it does create clutter because I have calendars from years back, but it's it's so fun to look at like, oh my gosh, that's the day I met someone or that's the day, you know, the studio celebrated one year. All these things and what and having relationships to that, like knowing something else that was happening on that same day. So it doesn't have to be formal. That written memory that becomes indelible will help you and will bring back these cherished moments and these challenging moments. And it's important for us to not bury them or forget them, no matter if they're painful or not, because it also helps us remember the resiliency of the human spirit when we look back at a dark time, when we're feeling low and we're better now. Or if you're feeling low now, writing it down also helps get some of that sorrow out. It's not going to leave you completely necessarily, but it is a way of processing. So think about journaling as a practice of remembrance. Thinking about writing your history down today that you might look back at in a year or 10 years and think, wow, look where I am now. And wherever I was then, I, I, haven't, I have the actual evidence of it. Another practice is sitting, you know, literally sitting in memory, taking the time in our busy, hectic, very distractible lives and just sitting quietly, maybe closing the eyes or staring out in the distance, staring at a picture anyway, or something that can trigger a memory, a time. Remembering my dad, again, I look at pictures and it brings me closer. So those those are cherished moments. So it can be a picture, it can be just sitting and remembering, sitting and remembering with your own inner vision. Remembering my children when they were younger also makes it easier for me to accept them getting older and actually celebrate it because those times were so wonderful. And yet if I was sorrowful, like many parents can be to see their kids grow up so quickly, it it feels like you get kind of robbed of time instead of really appreciating the difference, the changes, the people they're becoming, the little people they're becoming. So sit in memory and sit in memory of tougher times too, because those are times that you still are processing, that the wounds will still be there. The scar tissue is laid down, but with each memory of it, you are emboldened to be a little braver um, to face that memory again and to face other hardships. Another thing for practicing remembrance is really simple, putting up photos. So I had a lot of photos in my house, but many more photos that were digitally, you know, in my computer or camera. And there is this year, my husband turned 50 and he's super sentimental. So I did it as a gift to him, but we kind of joke it's an equal gift to me. I blew up 50 some pictures and put them all in our hallway and in our basement. And every day 
It really is so true. Every day, it brings me joy. I call it my joy hallway because I walk down the stairs and these you know, two sets of stairs with 30-some photos blown up all around me. I am swallowed up in great memory. And no matter what I'm feeling, I just immediately, I sense joy and I just have... My heart is full. So putting up photos is a wonderful way of practicing that that art of remembrance, that gratitude for our past. And as always, I think it's important to remember the hard days as well as celebrate the triumphant ones. So we always celebrate birthdays and we should celebrate them big. I mean, each year that we exist is something so worthy of celebrating. And it's a great way of celebrating that day, but it's also celebrating the year from the past year that you grew and you aged. And then celebrating death days, which is such a weird concept. And I had never, ever really done that until I met my husband and he had lost his brother. Um, His brother died at a young age. He was 19 and my husband was 17, uh, 16 barely. And barely, almost 17. And he, when I met him, he celebrated his brother's birthday, even though he was no longer alive. And they celebrated his death day. So the day he died, he and his family would gather, they'd look at photo albums, they'd talk about memories. And for me, growing up in a more Christian house, in a Christian household, and my my dad had suffered a lot of death um, in his family, and they did the opposite. They didn't talk about it because it was painful. So it was very strange to be, but now I'm so grateful for that, that experience and now being a part of that, having been with him for over 20 years. It's beautiful to celebrate someone's life and to celebrate um, the day they died, not as a, a, that, not as a sense of happiness, but as a way of honoring, honoring their life by not forgetting their existence. We also hear about people who are sober and celebrate the first day of sobriety and the ninth year of sobriety. And those are, those are big celebrations. It might've been the end of a real challenging time if you had any kind of addiction, but it's also a way of celebrating and remembering um, your life before being sober and then being sober. And it's wonderful, again, to celebrate your first wins, like your first day at a job or the first time you had an apartment as an adult, anything, the first time you moved. And we celebrate heavy losses too, because these are all part of life. And remembering them is helping us remember that life is full of ups and downs. And we begin to really see, if we don't already know, the cycle of life, the triumphs and the tribulations, the ebbs and the flows of life. So I'm recording this and it's coming out, culminating the weekend here in the United States of the of Memorial Day. And many here in the United States celebrate long Memorial Day weekend. We have Monday off with family get-togethers and barbecues and 
And beginning of summer, you know, summer's in the air, we're kicking it off. But Memorial Day is much more than that. It is at its heart a day to solemnly honor all the men and women who've died in the US military service. And this Memorial Day began a few years after the Civil War in 1868. An organization of Union veterans established the holiday as a time to decorate the graves of fallen soldiers with flowers. And from that day until the present day, it is a solemn holiday at its essence. And this day helps us collectively remember those who came before us, who fought for our freedom and America's place in the world today. So remembering our history can be solemn and tumultuous and painful, but it's necessary part of celebrating our lives today. And it's also necessary to uncover and discuss the horrors of our history because remembering them is important. We can't whitewash history. We have to know that people before us have made mistakes and that so that we won't make those mistakes again. It helps us process the past and pave the way for the future with our hopes of fewer conflicts and turmoil, but without neglecting or forgetting those before us. So this practice of remembrance is really an invitation to expose ourselves to the many changes in our own lives as individuals and as a society. So my motivation for all of us today and going forward is let's keep remembering. Let's practice remembrance to continue to grow, to continue to grieve, and to do this together. And as always, I'm pulling for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.